0: HeroCast Podcast Emporium. We tried so hard, and got so far. Welcome to Alphabet Flight, an encyclopedic Marvel journey where I go through the official handbook of Marvel Universe with a guest, and we talk about the characters we all know and love and have forgotten as well. With me today is the sweet mayo boy, (laughs) Caleb Green!
1: (laughs) Man, I need to update my CV and put that on there. Uh, That's a just, like, underneath, like, as, like, a subtitle to my name, like, Caleb J. Green, and then, like, Sweet Mayo... The Sweet Mayo Boy. I like... The this I like Sweet Mayo the, Boy. the the <laughs> in front of it, as if I'm the only one. Because, actually, you know, some mayo boys are a little tangy. Well, Dark Star is guess interesting
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i feel very good about what's about to happen here (laughs) (laughs) well well okay no i will say uh wait wait. so you don't know who dark star sorry i'm about to break my own no you're fine uh if you were to create a character Mm -hmm. called dark star a character You're Bill Mantlo. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) You're Bill Mantlo, and you're just like, yo, I just thought of this
1: character who's named... It has to be something based in space. I feel like if I was Bill Mantlo or somebody like that, and they had dark in their name, that they would probably not be white, because that's how this works. If you're a comic book creator from the 70s. I don't know, right? It also sounds like a name that you would give to a younger character for some reason. I don't know why I feel that way. So I'm going to say that Dark Star is, um, a rad kid who grew up in the Bronx and it was like a, it's basically like a knockoff of the last Starfighter where he got like the top score on an arcade machine and then he was transported into space like and then
0: so not only uh were you male centric uh-huh. but you also got almost everything else wrong because let me show you real quick
1: but it is it is a rad russian oh lady. hang on oh uh, wow you're right now i feel bad for being male centric which is terrible
0: yep yeah. yep you're just big, you're just a big old misogynist I, aren't yeah you?
1: i mean <laughs> I'm no it's fine <laughs> that's fine that's accurate she looks just like havoc like her costume is exactly like havoc's costume (laughs) not the one with the ring not the one with the rings on his head but like like the the second third kind of havoc costume she looks a lot like havoc yeah well she's in a really rad costume that
0: is black and black yellow on black Uh she has a starburst over. She actually has pants.
1: Yeah, which is.
0: Or a jumpsuit, a full jumpsuit. Which is a plus. So far, I, there's two. There's two <laughs> female that heroes. have pants? pants? In this book so far. And you're, you're, in,
1: you're, you're up to D. Darkstar. I'm up to okay. D.
0: Yes. Alright. So, keep that in mind, I guess. Right. I'm counting that, that's two. Okay, the other one was Monica Rambeau when she was Captain Marvel. Oh, nice! Yes, also her cleavage isn't super out. Which again, I don't want to shame people if they want to show off skin, but maybe, just maybe, yeah. But everyone should because not everyone. Based on what
1: I know about Marvel comics up to the year 1987, I think it's safe to assume that that wasn't being drawn by a woman. So I think that that's really where the problem is. And honestly, unless Louise Simonson was on board, like probably
0: wasn't written by one. Yeah, and in nineteen
1: eighty seven shoot, Louise Simonson was probably busy doing super rad stuff with Beta Ray Bill. So, like,
0: yeah, she was either she was either writing for her husband, uh, the Thor on one, the Thor helping with writing Thor. Or she was doing Power Pack. Or she was doing New Mutants. The, no New Mutants was later, because I think Chris Claremont was still writing New Mutants in 87. But Power Pack was around at this time, so she definitely was on that, because she was the writer up until the end of the first run. Alright, so tell me more about Darkstar. So her real name is Alina? Elena.
1: L-A-Y-Nina Nia Petrona Alright, so, it's like anytime we have an Eastern European character it's like gonna be like gonna have like uh, an O-V no, she, in their name
0: No, she is uh, Russian She's Russian, born in the USSR Yeah,
1: so I guess not technically Eastern um, Europe I guess, because Russia's its own thing But mm. Yeah, alright
0: I mean, they did they did own a lot of
1: it Uh,
0: she first appeared in The Champions, which is, which was a weird kind of offshoot, like L.A. offshoot of the Avengers, even though they had Avengers West Coast also. They had Black Widow, Hercules, Angel, Iceman, and, uh, Ghost Rider. It was a really weird team composition, but I like the idea of it. This was during, this was before X Factor. Yes, it was before X Factor because, because Angel and Iceman went back to X Factor, uh, after, because the original X Factor was the first five, the first, uh, first class. Um, still led by the incredibly awful Cyclops.
1: Um, I, I'm a, I'm a Cyclops defender. Um,
0: well, it seems like people either don't care about Cyclops hate Cyclops or
1: or are me love
0: Cyclops, and it's like <laughs> or are you? you know it could be you know, my sweet little Mayo boy, he likes really boring slash awful people I think
1: uh, I think Cyclops gets a bad rap, and I also think that throughout the years x men writers have been like, we need somebody to make a bad decision, and then they just always make that person to be Cyclops. Like, all the time, so... I think he also su- I think he also suffers from, like, we've already mentioned Havoc. I think Cyclops suffers from having, like, a younger, cooler version of himself. <laughs> it-
0: that is also way more sad, because all he wants to do is get his doctorate. That's all he wants to do. That's literally his only goal.
1: I can relate to that, so <laughs> that's totally cool.
0: <laughs> you know what's never happened? Havoc never got his doctorate. It's been like 40 something years. A lot
1: of people don't, man. That dissertation's a killer. Um some
0: But you know what? The only reason why he didn't is because he manifested his power at 24 instead of at a, as a teenager.
1: Late like, bloomer. Genetics Late bloomer that moment. Alex Summers.
0: <laughs> yep. So, uh she is a mutant born uh, to a f- nuclear physicist and his wife.
1: Okay. So far, I don't like where this is headed. She was basically trained by the
0: government, the Russian government, uh, to be those, uh, Soviet super soldiers, along with, um, Ursa Major and Vanguard and, uh, Crimson Dynamo. Okay. So she Ooh. was a
1: villain when she showed up in Champions, I'm guessing?
0: No, she joined. No, she joined the. Oh, okay, cool. Because the team disbanded, and after the team disbanded, she, she, she formed the Soviet super soldiers. Right on. Um, she is so. She is five six, weighs one twenty five. I kind of believe that. Sorry, I like the weight thing. I'm I'm paying a lot of attention to. They tend to make the dude super heavy and the women super yeah. light. But I can believe that a woman at 5'6", with a very slight build,
1: could be 125, and it's not, like, a impossible goal.
0: But she is a
1: person who exercises Yeah, that. I think that's probably fair. Like, a woman, at, yeah, of, like, 120, yeah. Yeah.
0: But, so, I, I'm not trying to, ju- I'm just, like, I'm just, you know, it's just, I'm trying to keep tabs of that, just because it, because, like, Ares, who was, like, my height, like, five, he was, like, 5'7". Weight
1: 500 pounds. Air, like Ares is in the God of War. Ares, as in the Hercules brother. Ares. Okay. So, that's insane. And I don't get how that works. And, I mean, obviously they're just like coming up with random numbers because there's no way that like, like there's no way that like uh when whoever created dark star like created her that that person was like and her height is 56 <laughs> and her weight is 125 or whatever like there's no way the details had been hashed out to that degree well th- but the thing th-
0: about this book also is there's a lot of like presuming okay So, like, like one of them is literally—I think it was a Contemplator, which is like a one, which is like a one-off character, almost. Well, not a one-off, but pretty much close to it. And it says presumably he can use his mental energy to make himself stronger. Mm -hmm. Why presume? You're literally writing the details, (laughs) and if there's no details on
1: it, you can make it up. They're 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 leaving themselves open for a retcon. At any given moment, presumably this could happen.
0: Yeah, but whatever. We're gonna talk about her powers now because they're actually really interesting. Okay,
1: lay it on. So me. she
0: was one of the few characters at this time that used uh, the dark force.
1: Okay. Oh, right. Dark force dimension. Such yeah, a weird concept. So at this point, at this point, it's
0: her cloak and Black Mamba. Uses the Dark Force.
1: Yeah, so what does she do with the Dark Force?
0: So she can basically shoot it. Like, she looks a lot like Miss Marvel at the time. With, like, how she uses her energy and stuff.
1: So she can, like, call on energy from the Dark Force dimension and use it as, like, a projectile?
0: Yeah. it's, It's pretty cool. Um, she can also, uh... She can wait, She can project it and s- into, like, simple forms and stuff, so she kind of has, like, a Green Lantern-type thing going on with oh, it. Ah, cool. She can also use it to teleport, which makes sense, because like, almost everyone with the Dark Force can teleport. She can blind it. She can blind people. Um, teleportation for her, though, is risky. So I think, like, Cloak is, like, the only person who can teleport really well with it.
1: Yeah, and even even doesn't that have like detrimental effects or something on him?
0: Yeah, un- unless uh, no, unless um the people he's teleporting are with a dagger, like their life force gets fed off of.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh.
0: Yeah. She so can also use the dark force to fly. Okay. Uh. So. Yeah, she can fly pretty fast. So
1: she's basically like the dark force version of Ms. Marvel
0: yeah without the without the um super strength she has just normal strength on comic vine it says she's only in 272 issues some of those being reprints and collections and stuff um she sh- she showed up in rom the space knight uh she was in the thunderbolts uh for a while for at least three issues. Like the one with Adonis and, um. Like the original Thunderbolts? No, no, this is a later one. Okay. Let me see which one this is. Let me see when it came out. The 97. She's in X Men. But that makes sense, because she's a mutant. So, yeah, she just kind of pops up, but she seems really interesting. Like, it'd be cool if she, uh. made a comeback. Because, I don't know. The Dark Force is fun. It's a fun thing to see on... It's fun to see on page. Because, like, a lot of artists has lots of fun... Because it's it's the absence of light. It's, like, absence, basically. Yeah,
1: so, like, to see artists it's fill a lot of space. With, like, darkness.
0: Yeah, and it's it's real interesting. I oh, like that. yeah, it. um, it's, um... So, you know, she seems pretty cool.
1: Uh, maybe I need to read that Champion's run. I'm also... I'm also interested, right? Because, like... It's, like, there are all these Russian characters during, like, the Cold War, and now that, like, we're continuing to have this, like, weird relationship with Russia, I think it would be interesting to see, like, how that, like, looks. Like, someone to explore that.
0: It That's gonna probably pop up somewhere. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if it didn't pop up in, like, uh... Like a Captain America or Avengers. Yeah, like
1: once you're, once you're done making Captain America a Nazi, maybe like explore that and quit being weird.
0: (laughs) Now we're speaking about our plugs. We're hawking our waves.
1: Well, this will be quick cause I have nothing to plug. Um, I use, I had, I had a, uh, uh, explain yourself. I have, there is a podcast called explain yourself. Uh, we've been on an indefinite hiatus cause, uh, some just like, Schedules are pretty nuts. Um, I won't say what Louis' job is, but, um, I will say that it's been pretty nuts for him at work since, say, January 21st. I'm, uh, we're, we're working on some stuff right now and we'll get it figured out. But, um, there is another thing. I'm glad that I rambled long enough that I remembered. Um, I have been, uh, doing a, uh, kind of an offshoot mini series podcast with some friends of mine. They have a comic book podcast called Hideous Energy. It's on a website, a podcast network called Fanoff. And, um, they've decided, um, every week, uh, my buds and I, we, uh, have been doing weekly recaps of Riverdale on the CW. Um, so, like, Riverdale is, like, the sexy teen murder mystery drama that they've done with Archie Comics on the CW. Archie in that show is a super sexy twink, and I'm okay with that. Um, just on the episode we recorded earlier today, my friend referred to him as a ginger Jesus. So, uh, I think that that's a pretty accurate assessment.
0: Okay. Well, uh, I am Jesse. I have a podcast called Turn Two Page, which you can hear Caleb on uh mostly getting angry at me for preferring Louie. <laughs> you can also hear me on Random Sampling, which is a uh awesome podcast with me and my lovely podcast cohort Carrie Nelson where we talk about random stuff that pops up on wikis. Uh you can support the show by either sharing, reviewing, subscribing, you know, telling a friend, or you can support it monetarily by giving some money to the Patreon Or getting a t shirt from Redbubble, which the links will be in the description. Awesome. The artwork is done by Ryan Healy. And this has been Alphabet Flight. May Consu protect you through all of your night travels. Good night.